Hey, hey, you guys, welcome to That's Live Podcast. Our podcast, like a box of chocolates, you never know what you're gonna get. I'm your host, MTR. And of course, we have another band in the house. It's just, it just becoming a giant rotating door of bands. I'm here with Violent Self. Go ahead, introduce yourselves, good sir, and what you do in the band. Uh, I'm Steven, aka P Dub, <laughs> uh, and I'm the singer. Along here with me, Rob, right? <laughs> I'm Rob, I play bass. Is it considered singing though? I don't know. Okay, so I was in a giant debate with a coworker on that, and they basically said that um, you're a vocalist. Right. You're not a singer. Right. You're a vocalist. That's why I always say that. But there's times where I do get melodic, but I don't know how people perceive me. Yeah. You know, there's certain like. If I were to ask you, do you think I sing? You know, you'll say See, yes. I would call you the He'll singer. He'll say no. He'll say I'd no. I'd call you the singer. Or somebody else might say, you know what I mean? It, it, it really varies from per- person yeah. to person, I think. So if what you, your interpretation of singing is. Yeah, if you got a wild hair up your ass, you're a vocalist. If not, you're the singer. Like, that's it. There's no one else fucking singing that's right. up there. You're the singer. Yeah. Whether you're actually singing, screaming, yeah. uh, violently convulsing, and just having random sounds come out of your mouth. I mean, it's it's singing nonetheless. That's right. the way that I, you know, that I interpret. You know what I I always ask myself like, would somebody like a really good singer? Let's just say, for example, like Frank Sinatra. Like I can't do what he does, and at the same time, he can't do what I do. So That's it's true. Like, so it's like you have to re- give yourself your own credit. Yeah, exactly. Because you know I mean? and especially if you're up there, like, and there's something about like singing where like you're super vulnerable when you're in front of people you don't have you you know you're not really focusing on the guitar like you have to focus on the people and make eye contact with them it's an extremely difficult job especially to do it good and successful well they're all focusing on you Uh, yeah they're all staring at you and you're just like uh i hope i do good by the way i love the sound it sounds like almost like la wasted youth it sounds very old school punk rock, which I really fucking dig, right and it's solid. That's the thing is that some bands that are coming out, they're like, you know what, dude? Like, we're gonna play, and they just go out there and they give you the muggiest sounding guitar sound in the world, and it's just nothing sounds consistent. Like, but this straight up sounds like old school LA hardcore or old school punk rock, depending on which way you want to look at it. Yes, Circle Jerks was technically considered hardcore. I don't give a fuck. What you tell me? You know what? You know what it was is that it first started off being called hardcore. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But like, it's when people say, "Oh yeah, I listen to hardcore," they're not talking about that kind of hardcore. They're talking about like shits with fucking like breakdown, terror, and, like and bands like that. Yeah, yeah Bane. So like, only you have to be in the know about punk to know that when those dudes came out it, 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 in the second wave, yeah, 
It was called hardcore. Yes, yeah. most definitely. Because kids like from punk punk world technically was what Sex Pistols, Ramones, stuff like that. It wasn't until like you said the second wave, Black Flag, Circle Jerks, Minor Threat, stuff like that. That was considered hardcore. With the slam dancing. Yes, that's, that's also what kind of I don't know what gave it its name, but it had that different uh, aggressiveness compared to what you know yes. prior bands. Most definitely. Have you guys uh, heard any of the news that's happening with? Uh, I guess there's a punk documentary no, that's coming out it, on Epix <laughs> and like Johnny Rotten's oh, like God. starting shit with everybody. Oh God. This is an echo of the conversation we were having in the car. Yes. We literally just, well, cause we, he just asked me that same question. We touched on it. Have, have you seen, have you seen any of it? That's as much as I know. About it. <laughs> so basically, but it's making a buzz cause I'm hearing about it from everybody. All oh of a yeah, man. Cause like, cause that's the thing is like, depending on who you talk to, like the sex pistols, definitely they are, they were meant to sell clothing. They weren't really like a punk rock band and they were on a huge, huge record label at that time, which is why they got the buzz that they did. But on the, I was telling P dub, they're like the backstreet boys, the original backstreet boys, dude. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. That's band. literally what it was. I mean, Sid vicious wasn't even fucking plugged in. Like they, at, he at was there it, for a show. At times they didn't plug them in. That's yeah. Right. That's right. So realistically, like, that's what you're getting with the Sex Pistols. So now that you have Johnny Rotten finally in front of everybody, I mean, I saw an interview where Johnny Rotten was talking to Henry Rollins, and he was like, "He was like, look, you've said a lot of negative things, but you've also said a lot of positive things. So I thank you." And uh, Henry Rollins was like, "Yeah, well, you call Black Flag a whole bunch of white suburban kids from the L.A., and I want to rip your fucking ears off." I was just like. Holy shit, dude! That was, so that was that was from that video. That, yep, that fucking thing. And then you also have a, there was another one where it was only Johnny Rotten and uh, Marky Ramone, and they were getting into it as well. You've you've only seen snippets. I fucking yeah. watched the whole thing. Did you? Yeah. Oh man, how was that? Oh god, was it intense? Dude. So everyone was on Johnny Rotten shit. No, actually, everybody was like being very tolerable of his shit, dude. Oh like, okay. But like at the end, at the end, fucking, he was just taking it way too far, like. <laughs> Like, they'll talk to you, like, hey, uh, let's hear from so-and-so, right? And, like, that person will barely start talking, and that fucking... John, John Rodden will take John it John Rodden just jump in there and just say, I got it! Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, just shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Have some fucking respect, you know what I mean? Like, when people... He has no respect, has dude. No respect, I dude. saw him years ago, uh, Inland Invasion 2, the Low Doe show. Literally, before they walked off stage, the Sex Pistols, he was like, remember, we're just doing this for your money and fucking walked off it was like wow you piece of shit so i mean i get it man like the dude's always been known as an asshole man yeah. nothing, always hey nothing worse than a know-it-all who really knows nothing, <laughs> nothing. exactly but since we're on the subject of old school punk bands let's go ahead let's get into what are some of your guys's main influences for violent self well i don't think any of them might might uh influences might be conscious you think you throw some conscious in there like i want to sound like so-and-so no not in that way just influence of course you know by that they're all you know i like to play things that sound like all my favorite bands i suppose <laughs> so what are some of you guys favorite bands it then? seems like i don't know it seems like a there's a blend of it because our drummer jack is like from a metal background where <laughs> you know yeah so, so it's, he's it's definitely different because i in. come from playing punk rock and you know p-dub does too yeah for me um I guess it's hard for me not to say Pennywise first. I'm 
they call me P-Dub, so <laughs> yeah. I have to say, I, you know, I got to throw that out there. There were my many. I've known P-Dub for how long have I, when did I run into uh, you? Maybe like eight years ago or ten? Yeah, something like that. Okay, but I only fucking uh, found out your name was Steven. When- <laughs> what the fuck is that? What's that? <laughs> Oh shit! Oh uh, yeah, I got background music. He's playing some music. Don't get scared. Peter. <laughs> I got scared. I'm like, what? There's something. There's something going on back here. He's looking back I behind I him. Kept moving further to the right oh, as, I, as I turn my head. <laughs> no. Um. I only learned. He, I only when we got. You know, he he recruited me. Uh, I hadn't. I hadn't. Oh met, yeah, yeah. We had you know, I hadn't talked to Pete up for like five years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he came and recruited me, and um, I didn't even. So I and and this was like last year. And that's when I found his name was Steven. I've just always known him as Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's hard. And that's how anybody who introduced me to him or It's hard to go back. Like let once you call me Peter, you you can't call me Steven afterwards. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. And but but Steven to Peter, to me that works. Yeah. It's kinda hard, you know, like you, you have to be in the position to know what I'm talking about. It's just it's just weird. Yeah, no, I get it. Like that's, that's the same thing with like my my nickname's Matt the Rat, but everybody calls me MTR. And the reason that, that started was like for like years, like maybe a year or two, my my friends would just be like MTR style, MTR style, and just say stuff stuff about MTR. Yeah. And I finally I'm like, what the fuck is MTR? And they all started laughing. And finally, like, dude, it's you, like, as like <laughs> MTR, Matt the Rat. I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking stupid. But after that, since you liked like, it. Yeah, I was just like, all right, fuck it, whatever. And everybody ended up like MTR, MTR. So that it, that's like the one thing is like if I'm introducing myself, it's like. I'm MTR, and they're like, oh, "Okay, MTR." I fucking, yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. You got so you got comfortable with it that you kind of wanted to give your friends a little ownership in what you do. Yeah, like, you guys. Fucking- it's like saying "sir" behind everything. You know, it's yeah. like you know me, you know me, you know me. You, right, it's right, not right, an right. acquaintance. You right. know me at this time. So you guys have barely been a band for for a year now so far. Right. You played your first show recently, though. Uh, and that show was at D Piazza's, one right. of my favorite joints to play. Although very underrated, it doesn't seem like the punks really come out anymore that much at D Piazza's. Right. No, yeah, it's been that way for a while. Yeah, but it's man, a shame but, too because that place is set up killer and, yes. and everything about and it's the good. food's amazing all there. Ages. Fucking love the pizzas. Is it all ages now? It's all ages, bro. I, I recall it being twenty-one and over back in the I day. I took my five-year-old daughter to my show. That's how, that's, how you, that's, all ages. <laughs> that's awesome. And she said motherfucker. <laughs> and she said motherfucker, and it comes out on the audio. In the beginning, oh, that's probably there's a that's my dog wagging the tail against the garage door. Or we're what? gonna get murdered one or the other. Yeah. Uh, there's a part in our in, in one of our songs where the song's called "You Got to Fight," and at one point in the song, I there's a pause. The the, the music comes to a stop, and I used to say the ad lib, "You gotta fight, motherfucker!" Right? Uh-huh. And I scream the motherfucker part. So to to build up the the anticipation of the song. I kind of like slowed that part down for the show. So right when I was supposed to say motherfucker, I took a pause. And in the back, I hear motherfucker. And I said, what the That's my daughter. My daughter. Her little uh, voice. Yeah, you can hear her. And I've never heard her say a bad word before. So like when I seen it on the video, I was just like, she doesn't even know. She doesn't know any bad words. That's how innocent she is. So I was like, I had a mixed feelings. Like my you know, like I really like that my daughter. Do I get mad that my daughter knows song, it? Dude. Yeah, or do I? Am I glad? Because yeah, she's singing our, my yeah. song. And it's it's weird because you know she she she's a genius, man. Because I don't know how the hell she knows that. There's she no can hear reason. you from the garage. You practice it. No, no, no. We don't practice. At, I don't practice at home. Oh, interesting. I don't practice anything at home. 
So she's, she's listening, pro- man. She's probably heard. Uh, you know, we have a demo for that song. Uh huh. And it's not. It's like it's. There's fake drums on it. It's like nothing like a, you know you want to put out there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's her favorite. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like, she knows it. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably heard it maybe. I want to say maybe like five or six times in the house. Yeah. So it's like, either our songs are fucking super catchy, <laughs> or she's a genius. But I, I'm going with she's a genius. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. She catches on real, real good, man. So let's go. Let's go way back to the beginning. How did this band all come together? Well, uh. I want to say in in 2015, um, that was probably my last year with uh, the band Under the Under the Influence. I, I was a singer as well for that band, and um, I I was still ready. I was still ready to play music, man. I was I still had more in me. So um, I talked to Jack, uh, our drummer Jack Espinoza, and. Um, uh, Kevin, I had a friend named Kevin Wells. I'm like, have you ever met Kevin Wells? No, I have not. He plays for a band called Emmer Effer. It's his band. Like he, he writes the music, he writes the lyrics. And what, what did anything release from Under the Influence? Did yeah, you... yeah, yeah. We got okay. two, we got two albums. The first one is uh, Funeral Party, and the second one is uh, self titled. Funeral Party? Why Funeral Party? Well, we we use the we use um we use the words in their title as synonyms. So like funeral will be uh, death and the party be life. Interesting. Okay. So that so, makes sense. And so on that album, there's, it's pretty fucking serious. It's like a serious album. It's very like, we have one song that kind of goes off a little bit, like from the serious route. But for the most part, like all the songs are, have that serious nature to them. They're, they're pretty much about life and death. Pretty much the whole, all the songs, you know? how you live your life and whatnot. So you ended up parting ways with under the influence. Not for any, uh, not on bad terms. We, uh-huh. we had a, we had a run and, um, we had a run and we kind of, it wasn't an abrupt thing. It was kind of like, uh, members would say, Oh, you know what? I, I got to take care of business next year. You know, I'm, I'm out, you know, and is, is it, oh, cause so you said one of the, one of the albums was funeral party. Yeah. So here's one of the songs off there. It is. If I were to die, the right one, <laughs> so from there you went ahead uh, you parted ways with them but you still wanted to continue music when did you start looking for for new members or did the band kind of present itself to you no no, no. Right, right away I was the first uh, person to want to keep it going because we didn't when under the influence uh, stopped playing we stopped playing on a high note yeah it so like the going was good the going was good for me and I still had the energy to do it you know so um, I sought out Kevin and Jack, and uh, Kevin's buddy and MRF, the bass player, they were a package deal, pretty much. They both came. So, we were, I just wanted to play, man. So, uh, we just started playing, and and we uh, we played a show at DPS's. We played one show at DPS's, and um, we stopped playing. I had to have throat surgery. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a... Um, Was that due to singing or no? No, 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 no. It's, it's something that I... It was a growth that I was getting from birth. Oh, no. So it started slowly developing in, in uh, like to a golf ball size. Oh, wow. So was it cancer? Was it benign? It or was, was benign. It? it wasn't cancer, but it had possibility to become uh, uh, malign. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know it works that way. I thought once it's benign, nothing happens no, after that. No, no. It has potential to get cancer after. 
if you didn't get in there. Yeah. Okay, so you had, you had to get the surgery. Now, how was the recovery from that then? Was it simple? Was it easy? Was it, was, it long? It was, was it rough? Di- it was different because um, I had to relearn how to sing, man. Because imagine blowing a whistle with that little rock in it. I had that little rock in my, in my, my, uh, in my throat the whole time. So, so you learned to work around it I now that to, it's removed. I had to learn how to sing with yeah. that shit in there. Well, I, I naturally developed a way to learn how to sing with that in there. And I didn't know it was in there for you know for a long time, and I I started feeling like there's something in there, so something's going on there, and I started being uh, started to be able to see it in my throat. It's popping out, dude, farther than my Adam's apple. In fact, I thought it was my Adam's apple. <laughs> my was, Adam's apple is coming out for some odd reason. Yeah, it's on the wrong side. It's on the <laughs> side, you know. Like what the fuck's going on here? So, um, I, once I had that fucking uh, removed, I had to kind of relearn how to sing with my new voice. Yeah, yeah. It's just literally the same voice, but you just have to like curve it in a certain way. You have to curve it in a way where. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to it, modify it. Yeah, because so, you're used to kind of going around it, and now at that point you're like, well, now I have to kind of project everything straightforward now. Right. Yeah. So after that band, uh, that band kind of fizzled out. Um, uh, I sought out uh, my boy over here, Rob, and um, I hit him up on fucking Facebook. Hey, dude, uh and he's like, P-Dub, is that you? <laughs> Dude, I never go on Facebook. <laughs> let, me, let me give the backstory on that. Hold on. So I know Rob because he used to play with a band called One Big Lie. Have you said that yet? No. Oh, yeah. He used to play in a band called One Big Lie, and I, you know, I'm a big fan of that band. It's also on that comp I gave you. One okay, Bi- One perfect. Bi- One Big Lie's on there. That's not you playing bass on there, right? No, not on that. Not on that recording. But um, that was One Big Lie. Rob was in that band. and um, I, Dude, I love One Big Lie, and I... And you know he 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 left a, uh, an impression on me when I seen him play bass that day when we played together at Stardust in, in Downey. So it was. Uh, oh un- my God, the Stardust! I like that place. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was under yeah. the influence. One big lie, and I forget who the fuck else. But um, one big one big lie got there, and uh, I, I did I even meet you? Yeah, we were hanging out and drinking that night, dude. Okay, so we we hung out, we we played together, and then you played me homeless for my birthday, right? Yep, yep, yep. Played played homeless for Rob for his birthday. I believe this is. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I like. I'm gonna say, is this the correct uh, one big lie? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect. This is off the album, Blinded. The track is War Game. So go ahead, continue. Um. So you were you were really into one big lie? And- I, yeah, I was really into big one big lie, and I and. I had we performed together, and I think at, at that at, ta- at that time my band was still called Peta. Before it became under the influence of the evolution. Was it I or E? Peta. P Dub. Oh, P Dub. Yeah. The band was P Dub. Because yeah. the band started the band started off as. So I had a whole damn. We, we went off on a tangent, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the band started off. My very first under the influence started off as, as okay. So I had a bunch of songs as a solo artist. Like I would record the drums. I record everything yeah. by, my, by myself. And then I would, um, I got a band together to play those songs. So there, it was just supposed to be a one-time thing. Yeah. So on that flyer, it said P-Dub, right? So from that day, we never stopped playing after that. And we were like, oh, we got another show here, we got another show here. It's like the shows kept coming. Like yeah. within a month or two, we played at the Whiskey. Oh, wow. So like, so like uh, you know, it was, we didn't want to. We didn't, we didn't even think of changing the name. We just yeah. wanted to fucking keep playing. Just keep playing, yeah. But you know, when we when we put out our first our first album, um, um, funeral party in 2011, we started off in 2008. In 2011, 
we knew we had to change the name because at that point they had put a lot of fucking uh, toppings on my fucking hot dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought the bare bones of the songs, and they put they their, their, the sugar, their sugar yeah. on it. They put yeah, it, yeah. you know. They put, so I was like, it, it was nothing to me because I'll, I'll still be P Dub. You know, it wasn't. It wouldn't be fair to them, and it wouldn't be right. And it just, I wanted to be in a band. I didn't. I didn't care about. Hey, I, I just. I just needed to be about me. You know, I wanted to have that, that, that camaraderie. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. So that's when we fucking got the name, and we, the first time people seen it was when we slapped it on the, the CD cover under the influence funeral party. So um, that happened. So then from there, you hit up Rob. Rob was in, uh, were you still in uh, One Big Lie at the time? No, man. I uh, We broke up as well, like uh, years Weird. ago. When uh, Man, it was like five or six years ago, and I think when you were still playing with, with those other guys, but um, I was kind of like uh, the Hail Mary because uh, they got me to kind of come in and, and try and maybe like, Giving that fresh vibe. Who, yeah, violent yeah. stuff? Or? No, one, one big lie. <laughs> like, it was short lived. You, you know? were the Hell Mary yeah, yeah. 2 for one and then It all up, blew dude. up again. You were the Hell Mary 2 for Vine yeah. man. I don't go on Facebook. I, I've, I've got to just stay away. And I, I never. Does it piss you it. off? Is that why you're just yeah, like, Yeah, and it just drags it. me down a lot. And, like, it's just old, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've just grown tired of it. And, and that's the only. He didn't have my number, so. Once in a blue moon, I don't know what makes me look at it. I check. I know. I know who. <laughs> <laughs> what? He says he knows who. I know who makes you check it. Well, <laughs> nah, I'm fucking around. well uh, and I checked, and I had a message from him asking me to play bass. You know, but no, then no, it didn't. It, it didn't go like that. No, but bro. then I I begged this fucker. <laughs> well, dude, as soon as I saw that, I didn't even like click on. I didn't even look. I just like closed it. Like I didn't know who you were or whatever. I didn't yeah, you didn't know me as Steven. Yeah. You know me as Steven. Yeah, <laughs> it said Steven, dude, and I, I didn't even like, you know, the little picture there. I didn't even click you, on it and look who it was. Like, play bass. Damn, bro, I didn't even look at my picture, man. <laughs> I just thought it was somebody soliciting around, like, you know, like hit blown up everybody. I don't know. So I said, I'll make whatever. Yeah, it looked unprofesh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know what? I, I have had times where, like, like perfect example. I, I've, I've messaged comic book creators when i do my comic book podcast i'm like hey man you know do you want to be on the show sometimes it's the best way to, to get in contact with someone and uh one time someone was like you know it's very unprofessional for you to try to reach me through here and i was kind of like you own the fucking facebook what does it matter yeah, like yeah. a message is a message at that point right the fact that i don't have your email like right, right. i could if i had your email i'd be able to you, message you <laughs> yeah, if you had the means you know, yeah yeah We'd, he would have already had your number if he had the chance right <laughs> yeah, dude. that's like old-fashioned value <laughs> so yeah so then from there uh you guys went ahead and you he started he didn't hit me up right away though i mean it was like a month or two away did you have to remind you like dude it's p-dub no like no, no, like no. Dude, my it was just weird. Like I, uh, the band I've just been playing in, Treetop Flyer, we just uh, broke never up after a couple of years, and uh, I don't know what drew me to check my messages again. Like right shortly after that happened, because you know we weren't playing for a couple of months. I I was I was idle, and it was killing me. You know I can't sit still. I got to keep playing. And I don't know what drew me there. And I looked again, and I read that message again. And then I realized, oh, that's P Dub, dude. Yeah. Like, and then I, I was, I we jammed the next weekend. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, dude. dude. When, 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 once this guy put the fucking strap, the bass strap on, dude, I, dude, I knew, I knew we had him, dude. I knew, I knew, like, it was gonna be a good vibe because this fucker plays good, man. I like the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. So then you guys started jamming. Now, how many songs do you guys have now in the roster? 
right now, um, we have eight. We only play live, seven live, but the the eighth one is like almost there. Like, we just we just need to remember it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a little the more complicated. Im- the than most the rest important, of it. <laughs> the most important thing we just need to remember it. But the thing is that that uh, if you if you if you go to the you know under the influence track list, you'll find that most songs are like two minutes and. 10 seconds, two minutes, and, you know, 28 seconds. It, they don't go past fucking three minutes at all. Yeah. But they stay on the lower two. Our song, we have a six-minute song, you know. So, like, we have our, our songs are more, uh, they have, they have, they're longer. And um, uh, they have more changes. So, a lot, they're more detail-oriented, pretty much, you know. The songs are not repetitious. They have a lot of different parts to them and a lot of facets. So, like. What is this? This is Death by Stereo. Oh, okay. I was like, so because I was gonna say it actually like some your guys' bands kind of reminded me of like like skate punk, like a Death by Stereo sound. At least the past bands that you guys guys are in. Yeah. So from there you got together. How did you get your guitarist and your I drummer? Never, I never thought about it like that though. I never thought about it like that. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Just by listening to this, it has this little thrashy. Yeah, parts. yeah, yeah. It's punky, but it's uh, it's, it's like, hard punk. Yeah, dude. it's hard punk. But yeah, that's ha- that's the part that Jack. Like expertises in, you know. Yeah, That's still, we thing. still have more like a melodic vibe though. At, at points, you know, I tried to kind of bring that that into the band, you know. Cause yeah. That's what I like, you know. You know, you bring fucking, you bring shit that you like, because to me, you have to have a catchy part, dude. You have to have a part that that people are gonna remember. Yeah. So when I write a song, I keep that in mind. Are people gonna remember this? So like, you won't go to a song of mine and of, of ours, and 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 see a, a song title that you can't match to the song. Like, once you see the title, oh, you know what song it is. Yeah. Reaper you probably have, repeats Reaper four times in the chorus. You're yeah, going to know yeah. that that song is that yeah. title. To me, people sometimes, they overdo that part, and people can't find their music because of that. Okay. So it's like a marketing thing for you almost, just to make everything simpler and easier. People don't want hard, man. People want easy <laughs> all the time. I, I, can, I cannot argue against that because i've even told i've even told uh, eddie that from hillview and union 13 it's like sometimes you just you gotta do kiss man keep it simple stupid like it just it's always the best idea yeah Yeah. you gotta wave it in front of their face and be like look here's what it is and they're like okay and they grab it and then you're good to go i was telling telling rob this not too long ago like we had one song on our on our set list that i couldn't fucking for some reason like i still had to look at the lyric page on the chorus because all the choruses are a little bit different yeah so like i overcomplicated it for myself so i told rob i came to the fucking conclusion that if i fucking can't remember it what makes me think Anyone that else is anybody gonna else is yeah. gonna, i'm the one that fucking wrote it yeah so like i told him you know what i'm gonna keep all the choruses the exact same so that way people could fucking remember because at the end of the day I want people to remember it, and I and I feed out. I see it as a crowd participation thing. So like, if I'm playing a show, I want to be able to interact with you. Yeah. Because that's only gonna bring my energy up. If you have a fucking crowd that's not doing shit, that sucks. Yeah. It, I mean, everybody listens to music differently. There might be a guy that's not doing shit. That's cool. But if everybody ain't doing shit, it sucks because you want that. That back and forth little fucking boxing match of energy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you want to throw some shit my way? I'm going to throw it right back at you. 
I'm gonna get in your fucking Unless face. you're Gigi Allen, then you know you throw shit out and everybody runs. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's not in a it's not, <laughs> not in a, a literal sense. I get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't try to do it in a mal- malicious. I don't like fucking antag- uh, antagonize anybody in a, mali- in a malicious way, you know. But just you're not doing it like Black Flag. No, you're not no, like no, punching no, people no, randomly. No, 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 not at all. No. Might add, people paid to go see that shit. Like you got to think about yeah, this, man. Yeah, yeah crazy ass people like Gigi Allen and fucking Henry Rollins doing some fucking bananas ass shit. You know what I, germs. You know what I think it was. It was a lot of shit was going on at that time, and like people just fucking needed to get that fucking that rage out, that rage out, dude. And they didn't mind. It's like a mosh pit, dude. It's like a mosh pit because if you think about it, you know, you're making a decision to possibly get hurt and to hurt people, and you 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 go in there knowing that you might get a fucking elbow in the face, you might get thrown to the ground, you might fucking get your nose fucking elbowed, you know, like you make you're making that conscious conscious decision to go in there and fucking possibly hurt somebody or hurt yourself so like it's your fucking choice you know at the end of the day it's your choice you're going in there because you want it you like it it feels good you know and it's just even for someone like my size too i'm fucking i'm five one dude so when i go in the pit like I, i mentioned previously on the podcast with chris dolly from uh from authority zero Implants I, I, uh, Implants Fuck uh, Pulley gun, Yeah <laughs> Do we have enough time to go over <laughs> <laughs> Right right Formerly death by stereo But uh See when, when the pit happens I'm smart about it I All you guys are big And drunk And halfway into the Who, song Us, us too <laughs> Just in general Halfway into the song You're already tired yeah. That's when I go in Cause I'm like I could actually move And push some people And get some shit going You're like They went to stopwatch Like right This is about Yeah half. basically You you already busted your nuts So fast by yeah, going around too. I'm like alright My time to shine So I always go in Halfway into a song Cause I've learned my lesson When right. I first go into uh, the, the one and only time I was in the pit And like went for the beginning Was uh, adolescence uh, uh, No way Right when they're like, no way. I got punched in the fucking nose oh, and I the, started bleeding. That pit dude. goes the hardest, though. <laughs> yeah. That song is one of the hardest pitting songs. <laughs> exactly. Does, it, does that fucking, does like a fucking. For real. Simple yeah, hit and boom. Yeah, when it they was open, just like, when no the way. Open with that, it's like a tidal wave hits you, yeah. dude. And you're, and you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. So yeah, I got bam right in the nose. And I went to my buddies and they're like, already? And I was like, yeah. So I fucking stayed out of the pit after that. But yeah, man, that, uh, I agree 100%. And that's the thing is that, like, that's the great thing about punk music. And I've tried to describe it to people, and I'm sure you guys could back me up. It's people are like, oh, that looks so violent and so this and that. But this song probably would describe it best. You know, if I fall back down, you're going to help me back up again. So the thing is that no matter how many times you fall, unless you're a skinhead starting shit, we're going to fucking pick you up and you're going to keep going. And it's a way to get, it's a way to get out anger that's been bottled up. Without actually physically hurting yeah. somebody, it's like a, to me. To me, I see it's it. organized chaos. I, you know, dogs play fight. I mean, similar, right? <laughs> right, exactly. There's no biting happening. I see it as gotta a, get that out. That's yeah. why they play. I like see it that. as a religion. I see it as a religion. Like it's holier than holy. You know, like some people, you know, subscribe to certain religions. To me, it's a religion because it kind of it kind of tells you how to shows you how to live day to day, do things right. You know, it really depends on how you interpret it, but that's how I interpret it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I interpret it as, as fucking, you know, live your life the best you can. Be cool to others. You know, try to be good. You know, don't give up. You know, it, you know your fate's in your hands. That type of stuff. Yeah, know? yeah. And it, and it's really great because like you see how much of a community is. I mean, perfect example. You all know Eddie, for, and Eddie's been in Union, but he's been in, you know, oh, that's what, my boy. Yeah, uh, what is it like? Uh, 
I forgot what they said. Some, uh, radio kills or something like that. Gun radio. Gun Fucker, radio. How do you not know that? <laughs> <laughs> it was gun radio. It was uh, what was the other one? Conversation kills. Conversation kills. See, I was I was mixing the two, and uh, all those other bands. He's gonna that, kill you for that. He's not. He's he's not. He's not. In fact, uh, I actually heard some unreleased songs from Conversation Kills, and I was like, All right. He'll well, be better. Well, <laughs> I just continued well, on. Put, put him on that. Yeah. Right, right. I, I want to hear him. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, I don't know why David, uh, the drummer, just randomly sent me it. He was just like, hey, check it out. Uh, check out these songs. And I was like, what the fuck is this? He's like, oh, this conversation kills. No, I was like, you oh, know that's what? random. With Hillview, okay, so we have we have a potential show on June 21st, June 22nd. Where I've been talking to Hillview, and um, they're open to either day. But I'm, I'm trying to get this venue that I should ha- I should I should have had by now. But it's, it's it's getting a little uh, difficult. Anyway, what what venue? I don't want to say. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I don't want to say because then somebody's gonna be like, I want that day too. You know. There's actually a really cool venue in Norwalk. I don't know if it's around. I tried to hit them up there. Well, it was in Whittier, and then it moved to Norwalk. It was called The Dank. Yes, The Dank. I'll check it Not out. Not The Dank, but The Dank. I'll check it out. And uh, it was really cool because it was essentially a it was a garage. It was just a car garage. Uh, like where they work on cars and do oh, tires okay. and shit, that kind of and they just fucking gutted it all out and put a stage in the back, that's and th- that's what it was. Oh, that's killer. And they and they like the more money they You're were making, they're adding more lights and shit, and it fucking it got sick. Yeah. Well, now they I think they bought out a church. Did you see? So that's the dank 2.0. So they gutted the church oh, like and, they, and they put the fucking stage. Out. Yeah, man. And you know a church sounds good. Oh yeah. You ever notice that they yeah. just all have so acoustics? What, is it? what yeah. is it about it, right? So it's, yeah, it's all the acoustics in yep. it, man. It's all just the shaping What's up that? and whatnot. I What's that other one in, in, in Huntington Beach? No, is it Huntington Beach? It's down by the beach, but it's a fucking motorcycle shop. Oh, I don't know, dude. Oh, I've never been to God, that one. What the fuck is it I remember called? the church in Long Beach was around South for a Bay, while. South Bay Customs. That's what it's called. Dude, and they had shows there? Yeah, dude. It's fucking sick. That's dude. awesome. The place is dope. It's a big, nice, really nice fucking motorcycle shop, like slash museum. Interesting, and they had shows. I fuck that. Dude, I wouldn't have fucking, any shows there. Dude, trust I'd be like, me. Stay dude, the fuck out of my shop. I know, especially nice. trusting people like us. Fuck no. Right? Some drunk idiot's gonna go and push over a motorcycle. Yeah, for you're some be reason, fucked. people, are, you know, they're, they're pretty respectful there, dude. Like, like it's kind of like trashing. When you go, go in there, it's kind of like trashing your own pad. Why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, you go in there with fucking a lot of respect because they're letting you fucking do a show at this nice ass place. So. You can't be fucking around, dude. Like you, you know, you're not gonna go fucking take a shit in somebody's living room floor. You know, what I mean, don't do that shit I because know, I might. <laughs> you don't, you don't want people to do that to your pad. You know, what I mean, like what the fuck? If we all start doing stupid shit like that, what kind of world will we live in? So, know? so you guys have been in a lot, a lot, a lot of bands in your past. How long have you guys been playing uh, together? Uh, not together, just in general, we're playing instruments or singing. Oh, ever since I was a kid, we were just having that talk too. You said you were a late bloomer, yeah. Oh yeah, you were a late I bloomer. Didn't, I didn't even tell you about. I forgot I told you about. He that. didn't even want to sing in the shower. That's no. how ashamed he was. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I, I, uh, I thought you were talking about my pubes. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, if that was the case, I yes, was in I was, seventh grade, not I six. I was beyond when, a late bloomer. I was, when I started getting that ground beef, I was in seventh grade, not six. <laughs> nice, Pete. Rob is like, dude, I can't believe you're talking. You're saying yeah. that. <laughs> He gave me the look like, dude, you're gonna burn. You gonna talk <laughs> you about gonna that on the out? podcast? Burn out? No, dude, that's why I was lucky. My mom put me in music lessons when I was a kid, you know, and I appreciate it. And of course, you you kind of like fight against it. At yeah, the time. yeah. You're it's like, like, why? Not cool. And lessons, like, but I always thank her for that. You know, you you guys are also saying about the punk community and going to shows, dude. It's the thing is, is like, 
it is that way and like you know i'm i'll be hammered at shows and not know what's going on and stuff but like you always feel safe yeah and it's a bunch of misfits and everybody looks maybe dangerous or gnarly or but you have friends that and look you like know them. what yeah exactly and and but meanwhile i always feel safe there and you know what i mean you always are i mean yeah there's chaos like you got to have your wits about you and you might get hurt but i mean you're all like you're at, you're yeah you're like mine and you're at you're with your people you know yeah and so I feel more comfortable it's there. Like you're, it's, yeah. like tri- it's like in a fact, tribe. You're not going to fucking start fucking... You, know, you might in the mosh pit, but not randomly. You're not going to fucking... I've been I've know. been to like other shows. The, the only other place I feel comfortable is like a hardcore show. But any other genre of a show, I feel so fucking awkward you're and like, oh, so man. out of place. No matter what, no matter the band. Like I like shoegaze music. When I go to like a shoegaze show, there's just something wait, hold about on. it. Wait, just wait hold like on. Time out. What? Shoegaze? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know how fans are like that, dude. And I don't dude, know what shoegaze is. Yeah, I'll play some shoegaze for you. Go ahead and continue. I, I'm outgoing enough, too. You know, like, it, I'll go to the show and I'll, you know, maybe I'll talk, talk to those people and it's some of them, like, yeah. like think I'm a weirdo or something. Yeah. Dude. And it's just, like, in the, like and <laughs> maybe I'm being one. Maybe it's because I'm feeling awkward anyways. I don't know. <laughs> and it's just, like, it's it's not intentional or anything. No. It's just, like, you just feel like... So we just have our scenes. Super out of place, yeah. So this is this would be... An example of like shoegaze music. Oh, it's a genre? Yes. What does shoegaze mean? Gazing at you, sh- staring down yeah, the floor? Yeah, like, like you have your hands in your pocket, you're staring down at your shoes while like walking. You're a shoegazer. You don't look you up. You learn you're, something you're, like, new every very, day. Like, yeah. Dude, I have never fucking heard of that. Yeah, shoegaze. Well, this is that uh, kind of that. This is like coming back to the 80s. Yep. That's exactly what it is. This it's is like, new? Yeah, yeah, like this This band was probably... Here, let me see real quick. 2013. It's funny how it all comes full circle it all the time, does. right? It always does. Always does. Everything does. Bell Bottoms will be next. Let's not. <laughs> so it's kind of like... it's. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say Depeche Mode. It's electronic. It's kind of like The Cure. It's electronic for sure. Yeah, so the so that yeah, they have like synthesizers, but they you know, obviously guitar, bass, drums, all that stuff is still there. But like but the to spacey go to, sounding vocal, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very you, very monotone. Did you like that shit. fucking that verbiage my boy used over here? Spacey. Yeah, it is spacey though. Yeah, it's dude, it's like He nailed it, dude. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that shit is spacey. <laughs> and that's actually uh, with that being said, when I want to listen to this band, I I'm totally like spacey? driving alone from like Ventura back over here just listening to something like this you're and watching, it, and it feels very sunrise. ambient. It feels like no sunrise. <laughs> it's got to be dark, dude. It's like it's like emo oh, stuff, sunset. you know? It's emo without it saying it's emo. It's okay. fucking great. It's emotional uh 80s Dance. Yeah, so it's almost like Space. I wouldn't say Sisters of Mercy, but it's like it's like a prog- I would say like the Cure, basically, like the Cure. It's like it's a disintegration, Updated. but their own version of disintegration. Well put. Yeah, that's what it is, dude. And yeah, dude, like when I go to a show like that, I feel so fucking out of place. When I I I my sister was really into Yellow Card back in the day, and uh, you know I liked them probably for right before they became radio hits because they actually sounded like a relatively good pop punk band. A lot right. of push and pull, ups and downs, fast and slow. But uh, when I when, when I went to go see them, it was awkward. I just I couldn't do it, and it was funny too because like I saw like a yoked out motherfucker with like a, a a jersey on, a basketball jersey, and I'm like, dude, he this guy's gonna bring the pit, and he's way way way.
straight from here, Ralphie, jumping up and down with his hand up. I was like, wow, dude, you're a little pussycat. You're just you're just a little kitten. You're nothing oh, man, over there, man. man. <laughs> it's all yoked out, too. And I was just like, wow, you like this isn't. On that one. Dude, I wasn't even expecting it when I saw it, man. So that's why it's like. There's something about it, like once you go to a punk show, once you pop your like your punk cherry, like that's it. There's nothing the same. There's nothing that can compare. The yeah. only reason I say I like I like hardcore shows a lot is because it's similar without the circle pit, but you still have the energy with everyone up front. It's the crowd surfing at a hardcore show. That's where you got to be fucking nervous because the 300 pound motherfucker yeah. is like, I'm landing on you, and you're like, I'm five one, please don't hurt me. Like, that's the only time that's happening. Dude, one time, dude, Pennywise shows have that. Was, those motherfuckers trying to crowd surf, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude, I had a oh, yeah. fucking like a, and like, they're all fucking yoked oh, at Pennywise. Yeah. I've been knocked out before, <laughs> dude. Like, a construction boot, fucking burning the back of my neck. Like it wasn't fucking, a Vans. It was a construction. No, it, it was a, a fucking. It was a boot this big time. Big ass boot, like three hundred pound dude. Like it's a Timberland. That's the back, yeah, <laughs> the, back, the back of my fucking neck, dude. Like. He was oh, pushing man. off you, dude, to get up. Yeah, man. God damn, he was dude. using you, man. It sucks, but it's fun, man. That's all I got to say. That part wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that being said, what's the most memorable show you guys have ever been to? What's the one that just stands out the most out of all of them? Well, you know, you were talking about the adolescence a little bit. I'd have to say it's first time I saw the adolescence was, do you remember the Vault 350? You guys remember yes, that place in Long Beach? I do in Long Beach, that yes. Place, this show stands out because of that place, too. That was like my favorite place to see shows. It was a great venue. And it was going off for was like the these couple of years, too. Pennywise and All Day played that day? Yep, Pennywise, was All Day, and Adolescence, you were there? Yeah. I'll never forget that show, dude. And we were on the rail, dude. And my little brother got dropped off by my mom, dude. He was like 14 or 15. Me and him were up there. <laughs> yeah, hey. dude. You know? And but that that was an incredible show, dude. Where was that venue? I know it existed. I never went to I the venue. I want to say it's on uh, Pine. Yeah, I was gonna say it was on Pine and Sixth. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like by, what is it it's now? It's across though? from the Gold's Gym, dude. Was it that? was a bank. I don't know what it is now. It was a bank, and they just gutted that's, that's the motherfucker. That's why Vault Three Fifty. Like, oh, that makes. I think so the much address sense. is probably Three Fifty. Three Fifty. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And it's right. a bank, dude. But Get the fuck out. You can't. Of here. It doesn't really look like that in there anymore. Yeah. But what if it was just called uh, the vault and we thought it was called 350? They had just had their address. Uh, on yeah, it probably is, dude. <laughs> dude. Well, I heard knowing like, us. I mean, there was everybody went through everybody there when it was that, around though. because that at that moment we had the Allen Theater that shut down in Southgate. Yeah. So luckily that venue had opened the up. The vault's man. time was it was a sort of a small window, mm-hmm. dude. It was like what five years at most. I think uh-huh. TSOL closed out the place, right? Like they played the absolute last show there. I never played. I never, I never been to that place in Southgate, bro. You've never been to the Allen Theater, dude. And I fucking, and I live in Maywood, bro. Like fucking two cities Man, over. Rob, tell me like you've been to the fucking. 10 minutes, tell me you've I been to Allen Theater. Ten what? Minutes, I can't. So here was the great thing about the Allen Theater. Me. The Allen Theater was a really awkward setup because, like, the way that it, it was literally a theater. So has anybody ever been to the New Beverly by chance? The New Beverly in Hall in Hollywood. At the Beverly Center type no, shit? No, it's called the New Beverly. It was called the Beverly, and then Quentin Tarantino bought it out, and now he just rotates a whole bunch of old movies. Uh, oh, no, no, no. But no. in a nutshell, imagine going into like a movie theater that maybe sits 200 people. Maybe. Uh, no, let's yeah, let's two or 300 people. And basically, they gutted down the screen, and there's a stage. And that's what it was. So if you wanted to sit, you could go sit and All just right. fucking watch the bands. Or you could go into the pit area. And the pit area was, it 
they must have did something to kind of extend it, or maybe they shortened up the the stage. But there was a good sized pit area, but it was long sideways rather than forward. Yeah, I got you. So like every time you pit, it was an oval. It was never <laughs> a perfect circle because there wasn't enough room. I like ovals though, because you you got to do an oval at DPS, and I can't say that I hate it. I yeah, just, I, I kind of like interesting. it. It's interesting. It's different. Yeah, you got to <laughs> modify your shit. You, you got to charge, do- and then you slow down, and then you, you charge, and then you slow. Down. You know, I, I think I, I think it gives you a little bit more freedom to dance though, because you know you're, when you're on the side of the side of the oval you can you know you can kind of throw yeah, your yeah. fucking throw your little moves in there but you know and then you get pushed into the somebody on the side and that's how, that's and then they push you back and yeah they push you back in and that's fun man in fact the in fact it's still there if you drive down Tweety uh, through Southgate you'll see it it's right across from a 99 cent store the shitty thing was you couldn't park at the 99 cent store and you couldn't park in the residential area. So even though you bought tickets for this show, you couldn't park anywhere. You huh? couldn't park anywhere. So it was just, just like, something. well, you're taking a roll of the dice. Park across yeah, the street. I've been towed in Santa Ana a couple times. Oh shit! I got yeah at, uh, for the observatory, right? No, you know, not the, downtown Santa Ana. Um, remember, the, there was the San the the downtown underground over there for okay, a while, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. theater. Yes, and all those places, but I. <laughs> Parked in the wrong places, like bonehead. <laughs> happened twice, dude. Yeah, it happened to me at the observatory. Some guys like they can't tow us all. They towed us all, and on top of it, they were they charged me three hundred bucks because they were like, "Oh well, since they towed it ten p.m. Oh, Saturday price, peak pricing, yeah." And then like oh, I wow. got there at three a.m. What or a 5 racket! Yeah, they were like, "Well, that was that was a day." I was like, "Fuck you!" It wasn't a day, so they ended up charging me like three or four hundred. Yeah, bucks. nice. I was like, that's a racket, pissed. dude. Yeah, it is. I was pissed. I was pissed. But um, oh, what what about what about uh, P Dub? <laughs> what about P Dub? <P-Dub? laughs> I know it, it sounds funny to say, but like on the other hand, it's weird. It sounds funny not to say. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. You're me and some I, just, of us. I didn't know which one to go with. So <laughs> that's I was like, he knows me by Steven. That's why. <laughs> that's why I, he like knows he saw Steven. the look on my face. Like, which one is he gonna call me? So what? What about you? What's one? What is one of the most memorable shows that you've ever oh, been to? Oh man, I gotta think about it. You can't say your own that you performed. It doesn't count. Oh, uh, dude, those are my favorite ones, though. <laughs> For real. For real. To be honest. You know, because I take it seriously, man. Like, performing is everything to me, man. Yeah. Everything. Like, when I don't have that shit, and Rob, Rob, we have, we've talked about this. He feels the same way. When he don't play, it's like fucking taking air, dude. It's like taking air from us. To be honest, it's, 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 uh, it's the biggest fucking release you can have is to fucking play a fucking show, dude. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I, I, I you know, like, you want to compare it to people taking me to different events? Dude, I'm fucking, I'm like the worst person to take anywhere because all that shit is boring compared to fucking <laughs> playing, uh, playing a show. He's like, I just want to be on the stage all day, every for day. For real. You know, we've been jamming for months now. And after, after we get off of the stage at our last one, it, it broke the ice between us all more than all the time we've been together. Like, I don't, I don't know. Just like all of a sudden a warmer vibe. You, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. From, from Cause you kind of, you experience something together yeah. when you come together. It's, it's, it's a new relationship. It's just kind of like, well, let's see how this works out. And especially with being a, an artist, you know, you realize more and more later on that it's like, you, you've been through so many broken bands that it's like, well, when is this one going to fail? So it all depends on the mentality that you're walking in. And finally, I mean, that was the same thing with like when I, uh, my, my buddy Chris and I joined Hillview, you know, Eddie and, and David had been, like you said, Conversation Kills, Gun Radio. So oh, many, now he remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so many iterations. And, and they walked in like, well, you guys are musicians for hire. 
And then we walked in like, okay, all right, whatever. And we kind of stayed and like, basically we were fucking, but we're, but we're waiting for a title, you know, are we boyfriend <laughs> and girlfriend? What's going right. on? You know what's funny? Like that- you, but you keep calling me to come over for hey, some odd reason. I always, I always refer to that, dude. That's funny. It that is. It's that. a relationship. You kind of put, it's a relationship with, with different people. Like a lot of people yeah. at the same time. Man. Yeah. That makes me want to hang myself. <laughs> times four. It's, it's too yeah. much. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> because you have to satisfy fuck sometimes, unless you're slipknot, you have to satisfy eight people oh, you know man. it all just oh. depends but uh lord help me <laughs> you know it was funny because like david would be like you know just a heads like just a reminder you guys are you're here for hire you're like you're not permanent members and then at some point like we started booking a shit ton of shows and well, what do you guys think about music? What do you think of this? And what do you think of that? And I'm just like, I am I a fucking member or not of this band? Like, do I make those decisions? So out of nowhere, I started like creating set lists and doing things. And it was just like, oh, and at some point, like, you know, I call up Eddie probably every other day. And David calls me at least once. A- Fuck, I know my basis for five years now. I barely talk to that dude, but I talk to fucking Eddie and David like more than once a right. week, you know? And that's what it becomes. You know, you get Actually, comfortable. I think I get- did hear a band that you were in on your podcast, the previous one with Eddie. Yeah. Oh, Screwed, Screwed. Dude. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, I like appreciate it, man. It. I like it. Yeah, Screwed was uh, Screwed was short-lived. That with, with Cassie, right? It, it was with Cassie. That was a... Uh, we, You know, Screwed is just really hard because it... It it all depends on, you know, uh, on on the era and, and what happened to us and right. w- w- with those specific times and shit. You know, I was writing for uh, I was writing all the music and I wanted to sing, and it was just really hard. And we finally got, became nah, a four you, piece yeah, later yeah, on. You got down, man. But uh, then at some point, like everything started working out and that's then it you, fell right? apart. That's me. Yes, that's me, that's man. that. That's me. That's me. Vocalist, vocalist, not yes. singer. Yeah, vocalist. <laughs> do, you get mel- yeah. do you get melodic at some points, though? Yeah, yeah. Here, uh, you know what? Uh, here, let me play this song instead because it goes heavy and then it goes into singing. And I might add uh, Raw from 88, 16, uh, as well as the drummer of Corrupted Youth. I would sing certain shit and he'd get upset because he'd he just be like, all right, Davey Havoc. All right, Davey Havoc. I'm like, I'm sorry. One of my influences. He's like, all right, Chester Bennington. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Chester. I was like, I'm getting gravelly. I'm sorry. You know what? Yeah, I do hear a little fucking uh, AFI in there. Yeah, that was uh, it, it. It all just, like you said, like what you love is what what comes out, comes you know? Out. Yep. So here's, ever- here's a little singing for you. Dude. Hey, bro. This shit is fucking dope. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, Cause if I do, I don't know how long I'm so there's a little, little singy, a little, little screamy, or a little, I guess, aggressive. But yeah, man, it was, uh, you know, it, it was a good run. It was a good run. Much like all of us, you know, when we get in a band, we're, yeah, we're hoping for the story. best. But, you know, it, it ends up... I like your drummer, dude. Hey, Cassie. Yeah, Cassie was great. Well, actually, uh, by the time we became a four-piece, we had Andy from Failing Up, great, amazing band. In fact, they're on the they're on the interview prior uh, to this episode. Is she like skipping a beat? Like, or oh, she's hitting every single one? No, yeah, she's, she's hitting, hitting every single the, one. It's I think, going back and forth. Snare. I think it's snare the kick, snare kick. I think it's the the, snickers, snickers. the bridge that you're, that you were hearing. Oh, so that's watch. what it was. Okay. So watch. Uh, now she's hitting everyone right there. Right now. 
It's probably the next part after this, right? No, that's it, dude. Oh. Yeah, and then it dude, I it. like it a lot, man. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate yeah, I think it. it's fucking sick, dude. Uh, well, actually, I like that vibe. We that's were, ki- that's kind of like the vibe I like, you know. Like, and it's rare when I fucking when I hear bands with that vibe, and uh, I try to get, try to bring a little bit of that vibe into what we do with bands. And then even with Hillview, Eddie and I were talking, so we might, we might. It's it's not set in stone or anything, but when we talked about it. Uh, we want to do an EP called Something Old, Something New, Something Borrowed. Right. And he's going to bring Union songs that never got put out. And then we're going to do Screwed songs. And we're going to make, we're going to put out basically an EP through Hillview. So we're going to go revisit some of like our stuff that just never got released or bands that never made it. They might even lean into some conversation kills and gunnery. I don't know. But uh, we were talking about it, and he was like, "I really like Screwed." And so you wrote the music for that too. I wrote, I wrote everything but the bass lines. My buddy Chris, who's also in Hillview now, he was the one that wrote yeah. the bass lines. Drums I wrote, guitar yeah. I wrote, vocals yeah. I wrote. Uh, but Cassie executed it. Yeah. Or if not, and, and it, that puts it. You, you can you can fucking you can write down something right here, but when some when somebody does it their way it changes it yeah yeah right away so you have to you have to give them ownership you and know cassie I mean? also knew like it got to the point where like i the things in my head cassie already knew how to do and it's great when you get that relationship oh, yeah, in a dude. band where like you know perfect example is the you know the the drum roll she's doing yeah you know i'm doing dun, 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 yeah. and she's you know accenting that so yeah. she definitely that's what i loved about working with her was she knew she knew the vibes and you knew. Now, we do a little bit of that in uh in our that song you played under, uh, by under the influence if i were to die Right at the beginning, we do that shit. Yeah, we do that shit. So real quick, Rob, what what rig are you using to play right now? The big oh, rig. I, uh, you know, it's a pain in the ass. I, 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 I got this. He's ni- like, I don't know the bass. <laughs> no, I got this 1974 Ampeg uh, bass head. You know, nice. And You're talking to the right guy about this, by and, the way. <laughs> and it, I, it's it's all I can play now. It's hard for me to play anything else, but. Uh, I'm not supposed to really be taking it and gigging with it, right? It's delicate. So yeah. it goes to the shop a lot. It costs me a lot of money, and it's heavy, man. I can but, imagine. But you know what? Like, anytime I play something else, it's like it, it, it gets it interferes. It gets in between, and um, so that's what I play on, and it's a pain in the ass to carry it around, dude. And what kind of bass are you playing? Oh, I play on Fender bass. Okay. Fender P bass. But Fender P? American, Mexican, Chinese? Not Chinese. V- Vietnamese, Thai, Thai. <laughs> What is it? He doesn't discri- don't waste your money, dude. <laughs> he doesn't discriminate. He Look, likes man, them all. I, I own a Mexican bucks. Strat. I love it. Oh, I yeah, love yeah. it. So do like, I. Like, if, if you can't afford American, Mexican's your best bet. And the tones are, are almost identical. It's everything outside of it that you're just like, ooh, if you try to lean more towards like Chinese or like, I don't know, Indonesian. <laughs> No. <laughs> like there's there's some pretty bad ones out there. So uh, my my cousin's kind of a weird. Uh, he's a he, he's weird in the sense where like he'll buy intentionally a, a Taiwanese like Fender and he'll throw some Seymour Duncans on there. He'll start no. customizing. Would you ever do that? No, I've done that. We've all done that. Dude. You know when I was <laughs> when we were broke, when yeah, we were young and stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you just you waste your time and money and stuff. You know I've tried that before, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, there's just something about well, that sound. I, I've had plenty of bases, but like uh, this one I have now is like I can't go back, I, and it's a bummer. Sometimes I want to play my other ones, but it, it it's like it's not comfortable. This one's just got that it, you know, when you yeah, find yeah. Your, the guitar you want. Because I've had a bunch of Fender bases. And are you using a, a thicker neck? Are you using a yeah. thinner neck? You know, I he always likes it thick. I always <laughs> thought I liked the thinner neck. 
that's what I like when I, I played a P bass, like, you know, when, when I was in high school and I got a jazz bass, I was like, Ooh, I like this thin neck. Yeah. And I had to have that. I got, I got a couple of them, but, um, then I started to like gear back towards like when I had, I want to play my P bass and I was playing a thick neck. I was like, you know what? I'm, I can play more, uh, more accurately. Actually. I got more room, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it feels know, more comfortable. It You're does, gripping yeah. it better. Yeah. And then this, this, this one I got a couple of years ago, this one I play on now, I can't play anything else really. And it's got even thicker neck. I, the guy told me it was a fifties something reissue or something. Uh, and, and that's, uh, that's the only one I want to play. So how does it feel when you finally, when you finally hit that sweet spot on like your gear and everything? This guy yeah, take, yeah. It takes it to a sexual way, huh? Oh yeah. No, I mean, it, is, it is, it is, dude. You are fucking the shit out of that, dude. <laughs> and you, and that's the thing is like, you got to understand like. It's gratifying, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, when, uh, like, and, and I'm sure, you know, as a bassist, you know, certain guitarists. If you have a 5150, you know they're tone chasing like a motherfucker. They're yeah. trying to get that perfect sound through. So like when you when you see anybody's rig, you really see like the personality they have or if they even give a fuck. Like I know people that throw up a fucking PV head and they're they're they they sound like they have more distortion than fucking Doyle. Like you can't hear a fucking thing coming out of that some guys don't give a fuck like they're burned out and like they're really shredding ripping players and they don't care so they're on some little shitty amp you yeah see yeah guys like that in bars yeah. too yeah they have like little fucking so, yeah, little combos and what, they're just bringing it out going to fun ones <laughs> fun With ones shitty bass awesome players. ones look man we've been to the anarchy too many times oh, all right God. <laughs> Dude, that- I won't talk shit. I'm just, I'll, I'll save it. Did you notice Anarchy is now full of hipsters now? There's no more punk rockers I know, there? I know, no, because I haven't been there in, in I mean, ages. And, and, yeah, just, in 10 years like it. me? Yeah, yeah same. Bro, <laughs> yeah. let's just say this, bro. I won't talk any, memories. I won't take, talk any shit. <laughs> we played there on a Sunday. Did you? At noon. I'll just tell you. I'll just, okay. I'll just leave it there. Are you sure that wasn't the doll hut? That sounds more like no, the doll no, hut. No, I, I no. I, I know Anarchy. Alex's library. bar had one yesterday, too. At like 1 p.m. No. Wait, 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 wait. My buddies were playing on that. So were mine. Pinata protest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, have you guys? You guys have been to Alex's bar then? Yeah. What do you think of Alex's bar? I like Alex's bar, man. Like that it? one's my favorite. That, it's, like your, it. it's your favorite nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Really? It has been for a while. I, yeah, I like going down there. It's mine's close the observatory to me too. right now. Mine's the observatory. Oh well, no, uh, the, the obs- well, yeah, I, th- I thought you were talking about intimate shows. Yeah, and bars and stuff. I mean, the, what, bar is, shows. Is, is the observatory. Yeah, the observatory is okay, never bar been- show. Oh, you're yeah, talking I about the you. constellation okay. room. Okay. Const- no, no, no. I do, although I do love the constellation room. I yeah, do is love it constellation or constellation? I think, I think it's const- you're right. I think you're right. It's constellation because yeah. it's the observatory. Yeah. Constellation. You team. just made a fucking fact, and I didn't even realize it. Right. My bad, dude. Not a no, constellation prize. No, yeah, I said it wrong. I did. I said constellation. But what's the irony? Am I wrong? And what's the irony there? Because that place is second fiddle, right? It's the constellation. Think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's so. ironic. Huh? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, okay. Bar wise, Alex's. You know, with small shows and stuff still a venue because they, they got I such would love good to play sound there. there i would love to play there dude that'd be dope i like sidebar a lot oh, that'd be rad i like sidebar a lot slide i like side, cool. i like sidebar a lot actually um There's a little i bit like of i like the there, i like the separation of like here's our room that you that you go to see the music and then if you want a drink you go out there i like but that for me like i would love to play an outdoor show there 
Like right there in the Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. They That'd have them dope. once in a blue moon. They actually usually take oh, it around the corner. Do them on corners. Sundays or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once in once in a blue moon, they have them. I also like. I would love to play there. I like Alex's part, but my problem is, is I'm too short and everybody's too tall. So I have to be up front. You gotta no be in the front. What. I gotta yeah. be in the well, front. You already know what's up. Go to the side. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you go to the side and you're the able side to of see the everything. Front, go right there. Actual venue wise, the observatory is my my now my observatory right hand side second tier yeah, they right against up, the dude. fucking barricade. They right next to the bar. <laughs> have you been Have you been to the the observatory in uh, in San Diego? Yeah, I have. I saw Pennywise there, dude. And TSOL, beautiful venue, man. It's an old historic place. Yeah, and and the way and. And the great thing is, is that it's all on an incline. So even though it's all general admission, since you have the incline, like you everybody, everybody could see from any it's fucking an old point. theater too. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's dude. beautiful, dude. It's got it's got fucking old fucking. It probably had the seats. Does I, I want to. I think they even had fucking you know the side balcony you yeah, sat right, on. I right. think they had that shit. Doesn't too. it seem like it, the fucking tallest guy always decides to just fucking oh yeah fucking walk in oh, front yeah. of you and just fucking watch the show right in front or of you or not only that if like, I'm not actually on the barricade the barricade actually adds about five to six inches to anybody that's standing that's there what she so said. the six one motherfucker that's already standing there just became six six in yeah. front of me I'm like God fucking damn it I can't see it God damn it yeah. But that's only my issue I'm sure you guys Don't have this issue I This is short dude, Hashtag short people problems <laughs> There's always A taller person bro Yeah No matter what <laughs> Like there's always Gonna be somebody That's fucking Taller than you Somebody that's smarter than you Anything you can think of Something Better looking better Yeah you're looking. right There's always better looking people than You know like <laughs> I mean I don't know About the better looking person <laughs> <laughs> Nah just kidding Nah. So what do you guys plan on doing from uh, from here on in? You got you got you you guys have the live CD. Are you guys going to be di- distributing that and putting that no, out? Are no, we using no, that as no. a demo? You guys are focusing more on demos. That was Pete Hail, Hail Mary, you know, to give you something. Yeah, hey was, man, and, and that that's something was good. Look, uh, to my not, disapproval, not, I was going to say I'm not going to mention anything per the podcast, but I I think it was I, I think it's great recording. I, once nice. again, I love D Piazzas and the music is solid. And like I said, it reminded me of Wasted Youth. Uh, you got to let the voice warm up. That was first song we heard. Oh, oh okay. now he's blaming me. Uh, <laughs> hey, D Piazza doesn't have a backstage. You know, they got that hallway. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, you got oh, the hallway or standing by the door of that hallway, and that's about it. That's all you got. But um, I will say this. It, uh, <laughs> the only thing I don't like about DPOs is when you get that CD, they're like, okay, we recorded it for you. And you're like, okay. And you go and you put it in. You're like, three tracks. Oh, fuck. They're like, it's 10 minutes each fucking track. You're like, damn it. You so even if you want, work. yeah. So even if you want to, like, right. like hey, I want to put out this song, you better hope it doesn't fucking end on that, like, 10 minute mark because it won't, fu- it skips just a little bit and yeah, goes to yeah, the next yeah. thing. But, um, What's the what's the plan with the band from this moment? Obviously, you guys are starting to play shows right now. Yeah, right now, um, we're we're in between. Our 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 drummer's gonna have a surgery on his fucking on his feet. Um, he's got really bad fungus. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it just keeps growing and growing. We're actually kind of grossed out by being in the band. He's got. He he's, says. <laughs> <laughs> he well, says it's not contagious. I don't believe it's him. A, it's a, no, honestly, he's got a, co- a cosmetic surgery coming. He's got all pinky toes right now. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Imagine. They're just all tiny. No. But it's like a whole, like the big toes, just a whole level, and everything else is just tiny. He's going right to put two pinky toes together and make a big one. No, dude, he's, he wants to play drums better, so he's going to give all big toes, and that's it, just yeah, so he can push cheating. harder. <laughs> no, in all sincerity, he's going to have like a, you know, a surgery on his, on his feet, and um, he's going to be out of commission for like uh, six weeks. So with that time, 
I think we're trying to we're gonna um get a sub try to record a demo. No, no, no. Oh, prior to that? Yeah, well the, the clerical sur- work. The surgery's coming up pretty soon. So we're gonna try to get into the studio with him so you can record. Yeah, sorry, prior. Yeah. And we're work on some drums that way when he's out we could be working on recording, you know. Awesome. So Awesome. So then, uh, that means no shows are going to be coming up anytime no, soon. No, not till June. That's what we're, I was. That's why you're focusing on June. June. Yeah. So do do you guys do you feel like he's going to be able to fully recover once? Uh, we're hoping. Once man. the six weeks happen. We're hoping. It's not like on his Achilles heel or anything like that, is but, it? You know, once once you come off plane, and we notice that about us, even for a week, we're not the same. We're, oh yeah. We have to get back on track. We need one week to get back on track, and the next week we'll be fine again. Yeah. So like we we're, we need to give ourselves enough time for after her surgery to get back on track yeah. and and get solid because we don't want to be fucking up, man. We want to fucking do <laughs> we want to do a good show. Well, you guys have been in amazing bands prior to this, so I'm sure it's gonna reflect extremely well once yeah. uh, once all that happens. Are you guys looking to do an EP demo or what is it for, with this first recording? Well, with this recording, is that still the argument? You know, these days, you know, do you put out an album? Do you put out a single only? Do you put out songs like one by one on Spotify? Marketing wise, what, what, depends. Uh, what are we? It all depends. Are you are you trying to look for a market, or are you trying to just get your music out there? If you, get the music out there, it, then you're just putting out. You're just putting it out there. Then I always suggest though singles are great you put out the single you do the music video you promote it that way you get people to look at you and then there you're you're set you're good to go that was the plan then maybe do like one more single and then release an ep but once again it all just depends some people just want to get it out there they just want it out there here and hope for the best other people don't want to put in the work that comes with being in a band you want to be excited for doing the music videos people would always think it's a drag but it's like dude have fun man like that's what this is for i think it's I awesome love it. i love it yeah i fucking love it man like with, with 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 our songs like the way we had said somebody said it and then we were like well that sounds like a good idea was this the way you said it where you fucking record a song you put it out and you make a video and and you could pretty much do that with any one of our songs so we're i'm confident in our shit dude like if we fucking any song that you can put put next and record it and make a video for it, I won't have a, I won't have a problem with it. Like, you know, I'm I'm happy just to do anything right now because it's it's all the songs are good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm excited to record. I'm excited to fucking make a video. Just play shows. I'm up for it, man. And then of course, last but not least, where can we find you on the internet? Rob, not on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh what do you call it he's off the grid <laughs> i'm off the grid that's good i bet you he has a lot less drama in well, his life than any of us out. yeah the I, i'm idle you know what i mean <laughs> you're, I you're on the back I, I didn't uh deactivate anything we're, we're on facebook um by itself on facebook and then twitter instagram anything we don't like twat that? you don't twat <laughs> what about ig do you ig you know what um I, get I, on do that IG, a, man. I, I do have IG, but I, we don't have a violent self page on IG. So you can find me as uh, a P-Dub punk rocker on, on IG. So what song, you know, I'm leaning more towards Rob on this one. What song do you want to take us out on? Any song you want. How about Clamp Down from The Clash? Okay. Clap down. That's not how it goes. We needed some old school guessed. on this show. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, that's, that's, that's not how it goes. <laughs> so I was like, Clap down. By the Clash. Let's see. Why am I having such a hard time finding this song? Do you do you know what album it's off? Clamp. Of? Uh, it's on. It's off uh, their first album. 
Ready? Giving him the wrong song, fucker. Clamp, no, no, no. He, he, he was giving it. He's. He, he was giving it to me right. That didn't sound <laughs> dirty. At Everything all. is sexual. It's on off here. their first album, the green one. You know, with the three of them. On you the make front. everything there sexual, man. There we. Are you sure it's off the first one? The the green one. I don't see it. I'm not blind. What about another song, Rob? Clampdowns off London Calling. There we go. It's off London Calling. There we go. London Calling. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There we go. All right, you guys. Once again. I'm your host, MTR, and this podcast is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Until next time, later! Later!